so high right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama! Oh my mama made it, ma! Anything's possible! Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine, whatever it is that you're doing, however you're listening to this program or watching this program. I appreciate you taking me along with you for part of your daily ride. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I have written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a book now available wherever you buy books, and if you want a signed copy, you can get one through my website, johncorrales.com. The Boston Celtics decimated, destroyed, brutalized the Orlando Magic 132-96 to in uh, just a very quick, easy demolition of the Magic. And uh, the Magic are not good. They're not a good team. And that's, I mean... Half the team that they they put out there is is new. Uh, they they don't have half the half the guys. They, they Wendell Carter, Ennis, Terrence Ross, all of them are out. They traded away half their team. All these guys that they have are new. This is a, a team that I know that before going into the game, I thought there could be some problem. You know, you couldn't couldn't go in there and take them lightly. Uh, turns out that they could be taken lightly. The Celtics did take them lightly and they still just kind of waltzed away with this game. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week, Friday, tomorrow, Friday, Friday's tomorrow. Lost track of my days. Friday, uh, I'm going to be doing a locker room time to be determined, but I will be doing a locker room on Friday. So follow me at John Corrales on locker room. Follow me on Twitter at Reds Army underscore John and you will get the full uh, rundown of when I will be on Locker Room. Okay, so uh, Celtics, uh, this was not uh, your typical Celtics game. This was an easy Celtics game. Celtics came out to a 10-2 lead, mostly because the Magic were throwing pick sixes. They were just throwing passes out there, and I've, I've never seen so many plays in a row where it was like, Kemba, steal, layup. Tatum, steal, layup. Robert Williams, steal, layup. Like, it was just one after another, after another, after another. This was a uh, very simple, easy game that the the Magic gifted to, to the Celtics in, in the beginning. Uh, the Celtics in the first quarter were up by, they, they went up 39-27 after one. Now, the second quarter was deceiving because at one point with about four minutes to go, it was about 14 to seven. And the Celtics looked about as bad as you can get. Shemi Ojale pulling up 
just trying to get in on the fun in the second quarter was just gross. And so I tweeted out, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics were down at, at, at halftime. I thought the way they're playing, they deserve to be down at halftime. They, in the second quarter, just got away from doing anything resembling basketball. But they did it, and they got away with it because Orlando's terrible. All of a sudden, after I was 14-7 when I, in the second quarter, Orlando, when I tweeted that out, and then the Celtics went on a 17-4 run at that point, they ended up winning the second quarter 24-18. to So that was uh, just a quick turnaround, but that's how quickly this game turned around. And for the people who were like, oh, this tweet didn't age well, let me just say, tweets are not supposed to age at all. They're not out there for perpetuity. They're not there to be put in the Library of Congress. Well, some tweets are worthy of it, but like <laughs> when I tweet, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics are, are, are going to be down at halftime. That was before they made the run. At that moment, in that instant, that was a legitimate thought. When it was 14-7 to Orlando with about four minutes to go in the second quarter, you can't tell me that you were like, yeah, this is a breeze, not a problem. Because I'm watching this game thinking, boy, here come the Celtics looking like absolute crap again, and we're going to watch them just blow it one more time. Let's just watch them throw this thing away and play with their food one more time and watch them lose to or make it tougher for themselves against a good team. Now, they turned it around, and that's great. I'm happy that they turned it around. But in that moment, I was afraid. I was afraid that this was going to be a lot more of the same that we saw against Sacramento and against Cleveland and against OKC. So you can't tell me that you you didn't think the same thing because that was there. But the Celtics came out. They they added six points to their lead and slowly just kind of piled on. You know, they, they, they were up 12, then they were up 18. And then in the third quarter... They they ended up up 25 because they, they won the third quarter 37 to 30. Now I swear I thought that after the game, Brad Stevens is gonna take this opportunity to be like, you know what? We were still too lax. We still played around too much. Now, of course, they ended up winning that fourth quarter by eleven. So they ended up winning the game by 36. 36. Quick math. Not always my strong suit. But I thought after the game that he was going to be like, look, we played around too much. We can't play like this. If we play like this against Chicago, we're going to get beat. Or if we play like this against, you know, some of the teams that we've got coming up, we're going to look terrible. He just kind of was like, yeah, like it was fine. Like, yeah, we played great actually. And, you know, come away with a, a, a big win. Now I'm on record as saying, I don't care how you win, just win. And that's true. Like, would I like to see them be a little bit less lax here? Sure. But I was fine with, with you win. Good. Did you beat Orlando? Good. You won by 30? Great. So good job. Nice win. Move on. That's where I am with this. 
And going back to last week, I think it was last week when I said it, I don't care how you do it. I don't care if Carson Edwards had to drop 50 for the Celtics to beat Orlando. They did it. You move on. So they did. And when I come back, a little look at how things are shaping up. And of course, I cannot continue this podcast after the next break without talking about the best play I've ever seen in basketball. Taco Fall versus Mo Bamba. I'm going to talk about that when I come back. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guide that helps you sleep, focus, act better, be better? There is. And if you've got 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So, Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you make you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions that members swear by, including me, because, look, I'm recording this. I'm looking at 1.22 in the morning. This is when I record my podcast, and I'm starting to get amped up. My energy is pretty high right now, and I want to go to bed when I'm done with this, when I'm done editing the podcast. So I need a wind down and Headspace can give me that. It gives me that on a regular basis. That wind down session just gets me back into a frame of mind where I can get myself to sleep. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build life-changing meditation practices with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal being offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. Have you subscribed to the locked on Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist and you can follow us on Spotify. Jason Tatum had the most casual 27 points I've ever seen a guy have 27.7 rebounds, three assists, two steals in this game. For Jason Tatum, which I thought he was just kind of like, eh, yeah, okay. Do I feel like dropping uh, 27? Let me just drop, let me just drop 11 points in less than three minutes, which he did in the third quarter to basically put this game away. That was the real turning point here. He goes up for a dunk on Mo Bamba. Bamba blocks him, says something like yells, get it out of here, or maybe a little more vulgar version of that. And he gets a technical foul, which, by the way, super soft, terrible tech. If you block a dunk in the NBA, you get one passionate exultation. That's lawyer speak. Put it in the collective bargaining bargaining agreement. You get to yell, you know, get it out of here to one guy. You get up in his face. 
if you block a dunk, that doesn't happen very often. It's going to happen like four or five times a year. So you get it. You get that dispensation. Yell whatever the hell you want at the player. You deserve it. You block that dunk. He got that tech. Tatum hits the technical free throw, then scores 10 more points after that. Also assists on a three to Peyton Pritchard. That was the end of the game, essentially. Uh, fourth quarter was mostly Kemba and, and Evan Fournier. Kemba and Evan Fournier look good. Uh, Kemba especially. Rested Kemba is good. 32 points, four assists, three rebounds, a steal, 11 of 18 shooting in 28 minutes, six of nine from three. So Kemba looks good. Hey, quietly in his last uh, in his last four games, Kemba Walker is putting up some decent numbers. He's averaging 27 and a half points on 53% shooting, five plus rebounds, almost four assists, one and a half steals over his last four games. Now that's small sample, but an example of Kemba's back. Kemba looks good. That's that's pretty good Kemba <laughs> right there. Evan Fournier had looked good in this game. Eight of 14 shooting after not being able to hit anything because of his the COVID just messing with his head. He had eight of 14 shooting, uh, 18 points, five rebounds, four assists. If you want to tell me, if you want to give me 18 points, five rebounds, four assists for Evan Fournier, average for now until the end of the playoff run, sign me up. Sign me up. I'll take that right now. If he can do that with Kemba playing the way he's playing, if he can do that with Jalen playing, you know, coming back and playing at his all-star level, if you do with Tatum doing what he does, sign me up. I want that. I want all of that. That's great. The taco fall play was the play, the absolute play of the game. Taco Fall gets the ball along the baseline, dribbles it out. He's playing like a guard all of a sudden. Dribbles it out, dribbles between his legs, goes at Mo Bamba, up fake, up fake, step through, lay in. The bench goes absolutely berserk, loses their minds. Great moment in Celtics history. <laughs> Kemba Walker right up there with there's a steal by Bird. And Havlicek stole a ball. Mo Bamba got beat. Taco Fall right there. Uh, no, Taco Fall. It was a great play. It was in slow motion. He did not look exactly fluid. Running it, but he's seven and a half freaking feet tall. Taco Fall is is gets that play, gets that playoff. Can I tell you, I was I was so ready to have fun with that after the game. And not in a disrespectful way, in a can you believe a seven and a half foot tall guy busted out these guard moves kind of way? I wanted guys to talk about it. Well, the Celtics didn't play along. I asked Brad Stevens, hey, can you break down that play for me? And I thought he would have some fun. But he didn't. 
He said, nah, I'll let you do it. You can, you guys can spend a lot of time on that. Well, thanks, Brad. Thanks for nothing. I asked Kemba, and he actually started to break down the play. I was like, does, does nobody want to have fun with any of this? You guys just won by 30-something. There's actually no redeemable basketball stuff coming out of this, or very little. Like, Kemba looks good. Fournier looks good. Tatum looks good. Congratulations. You, you beat a, a terrible team by 30 like you were supposed to. Bye. End of, end of, that's it. Done. Bye. Meanwhile, I got to write two stories and do a podcast afterwards. I'd like a little bit more than that's it. Three sentences. Goodbye. So let's have some fun. Let's have some fun with Taco. Taco busted out a great move. Let's live it up a little. No, nothing. I just got to say, like, last year when Taco did good things, we got great quotes. Great quotes out of these guys. Great quotes. Now, they're just like, nah. And frankly, I just don't think they have the energy. I just don't think they have it in them. This season, it feels like it's sapped all of the juice out of the Celtics. And that that just might be the best explanation. That this season has just been so taxing that when a fun moment comes along, like they have their fun on the sideline and then that's it. They come to the media and they're like, yeah, that was great. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Don't want to talk about it. Don't care. We love taco. Bye. So I was hoping to have like a fun kind of tongue in cheek thing with taco because it's a fun moment, but well, no. So we'll leave it at that. Up next, the Celtics season, it hit me today, and I don't know why it just hit me today, but this entire Celtics season is following the same formula as those frustrating games where the Celtics go up, fall behind, fight back, and in these games have been disappointing. How does this Celtics season end? I'll get more into that next here on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Hey, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, whether you want baseball, NBA, you can bet all the NBA games, in game betting, hockey, UFC, MMA, all of it's available on Bet Online. So before the next pitch, head on over to betonline.ag, use your laptop, use your mobile device. Check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. So use that promo code Locked On. Locked On is the promo code you need to use to get a 50% welcome bonus. Whatever you deposit, $200, you get a $100 welcome bonus. That's how it works with the promo code Locked On. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as all of your favorite teams prepare for their runs to the playoffs. It's Bet Online with the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Please gamble responsibly. You are not gambling with anything when you go to rockauto.com. If you go to them, you know you're going to be a winner when it comes to auto parts. It doesn't matter how complicated, how simple. If it's a windshield wiper, floor mat, headlights, like the little headlamp. That's that's my speed. That's where I that's my car knowledge right there. 
Uh, but if you are a person who might be rebuilding an old car, I know my locked on NBA co-host Jake Madison has used rockauto.com a ton because he likes to rebuild cars and he knows he has saved a ton of money going through them because they're a family business. They've been doing this for more than 20 years and they don't have different price tiers like they do at the chain stores, which is silly. I don't know why they do that. They don't change your their prices based on a pro versus a do-it-yourselfer or uh, what the market will bear. They just The price is the price and you're going to get a price that is lower than anywhere else if you go to rockauto.com. They are reliably low. Their catalog is very unique and easy to navigate. So when you go to rockauto.com and when you do order something from Rock Auto, because I'm going to bet that you do if you need something, the prices are that good, make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. That's the only way they know that we sent you. We'd love for you to let them know that we sent you. It's rockauto.com and write how did you write locked on in there how did you hear about us box it's an amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com be sure to follow our social channels at lo celtics on twitter and at locked on celtics on instagram didn't touch on the bad in this game because there's not a whole lot bad when you blow out a team by 36 points. But I do hope the Celtics roast Grant Williams for airballing a floater from five feet away. That's uh, kind of unforgivable. Grant Williams did not have a good game. And if if I was on the Celtics and I was a veteran on the Celtics, I would have, I would have that play called up and playing on a screen somewhere for Grant Williams to see because that was gross. That was a gross shot. Bad game for Grant. The Celtics really do need him to step up and play more consistently. That When he gets minutes in these situations, he's just got to be better than that. Wow, airball the floater. All right, so it hit me in this game that the Celtics are basically in the fourth quarter of their season, the end of the fourth quarter basically of their season, And this season has followed very similarly the path of some of these very frustrating games where, like I said, you get up early, you piss it away, you make a big comeback, and then as the season has gone, Celtics blow the game. Well, right now, the Celtics are in the midst of their fourth quarter, potentially fourth quarter comeback. Because the Miami Heat lost in the, the, on Tuesday. Celtics won. Uh, the Hawks won, but the Knicks lost. So as we sit here right now, as you listen or watch the show, Celtics are two games behind the New York Knicks and a game and a half behind Atlanta. Atlanta, basically it's two and a half games because they own the tiebreaker against the Celtics. So... I'm I'm losing any real hope of the Celtics catching Atlanta. Something's got to happen for them. They've got to go on a, on a big losing streak for the Celtics to catch Atlanta, which means they would start on the road if they were to face them. Plus, those early games, man, losing to the Hawks earlier this season, if they had just won one of those games, 
if they picked up uh, if they picked up the tiebreaker, this would be huge. But those losses are looming large. Any any of them, like the OKC loss, all of these losses to bad teams are looming large. But anyway, that's not the point. Point is that the Celtics are in position on Thursday to be within one game of the New York Knicks. The Atlanta Hawks just smoked the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns were on a back-to-back. I mentioned this in yesterday's show. Phoenix Suns went to overtime against Cleveland. They go into Atlanta. Predictably, they lose. And they lost big. Now, they're now one game behind uh, Utah in, is it Utah? Yeah, Utah, that, uh, in, in the West. They want to make. They want to get that top seed. So, you'd think Phoenix is pissed, and they're they want to go home. They want to take care of business against their next opponent. Who's their next opponent on Thursday night? The New York Knicks. So the Celtics have the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine is coming back on Thursday, so the Chicago Bulls have a game on on Thursday. Tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. And then they fly back after that to face the Celtics on Friday night. So it's a back-to-back for Chicago. Zach Levine's probably not going to play in the second half of that back-to-back. Celtics are in a good position. They still got to go in and take care of business. They can't screw it up. But they got to go in and handle this. And so if the Celtics stay within, if they get within one game of New York, now... All they've got to do over the last five games or the, or the next four games is match New York for whatever it is. Stay, They can stay a game behind New York until the last game of the season. Beat New York, move into a tie. You hold the tiebreaker, you're ahead of New York in the standings. That's all they need to do. You don't want them to do it that way. You'd like to get a little bit of separation, but that's all they need to do. I've talked about them sweeping the Miami Heat. They don't even really need to sweep the Miami Heat anymore. If they beat Chicago and the Heat beat Minnesota, which, by the way, not a guarantee. Have you seen what Anthony Edwards has done? That that team is actually not that bad right now. The Timberwolves are actually not so bad. So I I wouldn't say that that is a guarantee. Now, they lost to the Pelicans. They lost to the Grizzlies. Those are close games. They've got Miami next, and that, that's going to be a tough game. But they're putting up a ton of points, 135 points against the Grizzlies, 136 against the Pelicans, 126 against the Warriors. So Minnesota, not a joke. But even if the Heat beat Minnesota, and they come in to Boston, and they split that series, and they stay tied, that's not so bad either because the Celtics have already beaten Miami once. That gives them the tiebreaker. So basically the Celtics are still up a game. So just beat Miami once now and then handle your business in the next couple of games. That would be uh, Charlotte, which won't be easy, but you can, not Charlotte, Cleveland. I keep saying Charlotte. Cleveland, which should be easier Minnesota, who I just said, is not going to be a joke. That's going to be tough. We've already seen it be tough. And then New York. So if New York loses somewhere in there, Miami loses somewhere in there, there's wiggle room 
for another loss. So the Celtics, and back to my original point here, they're right there. They're making their fourth quarter comeback. This is the final couple of minutes of a fourth quarter comeback. All of a sudden, they are, there's hope here still. And now the question is, what do they do with this hope? What do the Celtics do with this formula? Do the Boston Celtics break the trend? Because they came out hot to start the season. Then they fell behind. And now they're fighting their way back. So first quarter, come out, build a lead. Second quarter, watch it all go away. Third quarter, fall behind by a little bit more, but start to fight back. Fourth quarter, here they come. The Celtics made a big run in that West Coast swing. That's part of this comeback. Now they've had a little bits of ups and downs, but... They're still here making this comeback. Beat Chicago, beat Miami once. If they do beat them twice, hey, even better. But the Celtics are starting to close that gap. This is like that fourth quarter where it's a 15-point deficit is down to four, down to three if they beat Chicago They're in the final couple of minutes. Now, they can afford a turnover. They can afford a missed shot, but they can't afford afford too many. Same situation that they found themselves in in countless games. Now, in those games, the Celtics have very often lost. This is their chance to actually break that cycle. Make the absolute final comeback of the season follow the same formula but this time win can they do it yeah I mean they can they they could have won a bunch of these games we shouldn't even be here right now talking about this because they could they could have won a bunch of these games but they didn't and that's part of why we're even talking about this they should not be the seven the, the sixth seed right now they should be the team that's in fourth that everybody else is chasing this they're 35 and 31. They easily could have been 38 and 20. Was that 38 and 28? God, my math is horrible. Um, and that would have put them a game ahead of New York just by winning some of these games, even the recent games that they should have won. But somehow there's still hope. I compare this to if you're an always sunny Philadelphia fan, the Dennis system. The Celtics have been Dennising us all season long. We're at the inspire hope stage of Dennising. And the next step is always separate entirely, which would mean lose, bye-bye, end of season, goodbye, 2021 Boston Celtics. I would like to not have this Dennising complete. I'd I'd like them to screw up the Dennising. They've inspired hope. Let's follow through on that hope. Be back tomorrow because tomorrow is the Friday show to wrap up the week. It's a Monday through Friday podcast. I hope you've been enjoying these podcasts on the uh, YouTube. <laughs> what an old man way to say it. On the YouTube. Uh, how do I am, I, am I doing the Facebook right? Who's, who's tweeting, twittering? 
Hope you're enjoying these Facebook, uh, YouTube, whatever shows that I do. The video, the thing where you see my face. Hope you're enjoying that. If you're listening on the podcast, I apologize. I think the cameras made me loopy. The cameras really changed the entire, my entire like dynamic has changed when I have to look into a camera. I've got to put an actual shirt on, like a collared shirt. What am I doing? I can't, I can't podcast in my hoodie and just staring at a screen. I've like, I'm going to remember that people can see what I'm talking about. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed it. Subscribe. If you're a new listener or new watcher, new viewer, please subscribe and get this show on the daily Monday through Friday on occasion. If Friday night's game is just outrageous, like, like I did a podcast after the San Antonio game, because that was a 60 point game for Tatum and uh, 32 point comeback. If the Celtics blow out Chicago, I'm not doing a podcast afterwards. But if something outrageous happens, like Tatum drops another 60, then maybe I'll do another podcast. So otherwise, it's a Monday through Friday show. So please subscribe. Please rate and review those five stars. Really, really helps. It helps other people say, oh, okay, other people like this show. I'll give it a shot. And then share the podcast whenever I tweet out the links. Grab them, retweet them, share it. Tell everybody they should be listening to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.